Hello and welcome to Audible River. I'm Alan Rice, and I'm very happy to have with me Juan Nunez del Prado, anthropologist, mystic, and past university professor. Juan is the foremost expert in the world on the Andean mystical traditions of the native Caro people of Peru. Hello, Juan. It's great to see you today. Nice to see you, too. I'm so <laughs> glad to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, one thing that really interests me about the uh, about the Andean, tra- Andean tradition that I know about it's uh, it's very complex. There's uh, lots of lots of information, lots of levels of uh, of teachings. And one of the the areas that I wanted to talk to you about today are the teachings about levels of consciousness. Uh, this is uh, something that you know not many people. I, th- I mean, some people do. It's, it's a New interesting thing in the world today. People are looking into it that there may be different levels of a, you know, uh, of awareness that we can achieve. But I want to hear what you have to say about the Andean tradition. What 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 do they have to say about this? Well, my first connection of the levels of consciousness was through the Andean tradition, of course, and was not specifically. Uh, uh, mentioned as levels of consciousness, but uh, as a part of the Pacos. And this path was the first level, the Ayllupaco, which means uh, a teacher of a little community, the Lactapaco, a teacher of uh, maybe a valley like the Valley of Cusco, uh, the Suyupaco, which is the teacher of uh, a nation, and the Terzepaco, universal teacher. Then we speak about the Tukui uh, Hampeg, the total healer, the Sapa Inca, the singular Inca, and the Titan Ciceranti. This is the original scale I, I, I pick up researching about the Andean tradition from 1979 until 1985. In 1985, I was invited to a meeting in Lima, and one of the men who supposed to give us a lecture was Houston Smith. I don't know if you know him. Uh, He's a North American expert in comparative religions, uh, the main book of this man is Religions of Humanity. But in that time, he was sharing with the people something which was totally new for him. And he was the first who really allowed me to know how I was dealing with levels of consciousness. Uh-huh. Because he speak about the uh, kinds of spiritual personality. You can find that in the book, which is Why Religions Matter. Now it's uh, uh, printed, but in that moment was a new thing which was discovered by him. And he said how in the past he thought the, mo- the main difference were the main the difference between the different religions of the world. Then he found how in the back of every other religion, there were an ontological scale, which is very important, is a scale 
think according to Smith the second level is the level of the polytheist like the ancient Egyptians like the ancient Greeks but today there are people who are polytheist even being under a monotheistic religions. You say polytheistic? Is that what that, that's what you're saying? Yeah. Po- like having many gods. Okay, go ahead. Many gods. Uh, to say, you start uh, your spiritual work with the crystal, who is the source of power, and you live with your crystal, and your crystal is always with you. This is the first level. Then somebody told you how there are different kinds of crystals. Uh, this one is for that, the, the green is for health, the blue is for knowledge, etc., etc. And you start to work with a set of crystals. You move your level from being a monotheist, connected with one source through a material factor, to become connected with several sources, but always with material factors as the connectors. Okay, let me just... Uh, yeah, let me uh, just um, make sure I recap that. So on the first level, we're we're just connecting with a with an with an object materially, like it's one thing that we that we just cherish and we believe in. We put all of our faith in this one object. Uh, okay, all right. And then the second level would be we spread that out to include other things that mean that attach to different uh, parts of reality. Let's say or right mean different things. Like the pantheon of the Romans, you know, different gods, every god is related with the, with the human function. Got it. Okay. All right. Then Smith speaks about the third level as the monotheist. When the people discover how there is only one source of all the spiritual power. Mm-hmm. This is the step which was given by the... Uh, Hebrews by Moses, uh, the Chinese by, by Lao Tzu, the Greeks by Heraclitus of Ephesus. It's the discovery of the single specific source of spiritual power of the whole universe. It's a monotheistic behavior. Uh, usually in the Western tradition, we think the monotheist is the top. But Houston discovered how the the top is not this level. Because the problem of the monotheism is you have your unique God, but you think this is an exclusive to you. And as a result, you think you are the owner of the true name of God, and everyone else which is not allowing you worship for the single name of God in which you are, uh, uh, according to this way of being, is wrong. Okay, let me, can I recap that a second here? So, um, so the first level is, you know, connecting with an object, one, one fetish thing or whatever you might have that, uh, that you could, one crystal was the example that you gave. And then we get many crystals. But on the third level, we... Like, I guess, somehow, uh, people develop to recognize that there is one source behind all of these powers. That that all these powers... Huh? It's a new source which is metaphysical. 
a okay. source with this. Oh, okay. So that that is a little bit of a transcendence there too, because that's an yeah. acceptance of a metaphysical origin of everything, yes. and that it's a okay. single a single origin. Um, yes. But the people that when when a person arrives at that, or whoever you know comes to that realization, they are they are in the mind that they are right. Is that that's what you're that their way of seeing it is the right way. And if the people they didn't make the rituals in the way you have, they are wrong. If they give another name to the creator, they are wrong too. Uh, you know, it's the exclusivism which is not allowing this to be really universal. Okay, that's much of the world today, isn't it? Or, yes. you know, the age that we're in. It's like everybody has their religion and they really feel very strong about it. Uh, or, you know, maybe that's changing a little bit, but that's kind of the, you know, where we're coming from these days, I think. In general, uh, the world after we received this knowledge by Smith, we start to take a look of the situation of today. Okay. And all the global problems are related with the third level. The world today is organized in the third level. I there see. are only few people who go beyond that. And these are exceptionals, like Martin Luther King Jr., like Mahatma Gandhi, uh, like uh, the Pope John Twenty Third, uh, etc. But this is these are or Nelson Mandela after being in jail. There are people who are able to see how the names of God doesn't matter. How there is only one God. And everybody is right. Take a look what uh, Mahatma Gandhi did. He was able to do a speech and taking pieces of the Gospels, the Bhagavad Gita and the Quran simultaneously. Wow. He was validating the three holy books simultaneously, you know? This is a little bit weird for the monotheistic people. Can you see? I can see that, right? Like you know, I grew up in a Baptist church, and I can imagine if uh, if somebody started reading the the Quran or or from the Bhagavad Gita, they would they would be treated like really that like what are you doing? Is like why why are you here? <laughs> yeah. There is something interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there is a man who introduced a new perspective, at least in Christianity. Mm -hmm. His name is, is um, Demos Sakarian. I don't know if you hear about him. Mm -mm. He was an Armenian, and he received a message who came from Russia and take that message into uh, San Francisco, I think. And then he made a connection with the traditional black religion and trigger what is the Pentecostal revolution. Okay? Okay. This is interesting. But in the very, uh, uh, not necessarily in every church was the same. In every church, not always allowed them to transcend the third level. But at least for Smith, he was able to integrate in works different confessions of Christians 
Methodist, Catholics, etc., etc., etc. I think he went into the ecumenical Christianity, which is a step forward. If you are interested, the book of this man is the most happy people in the world. <laughs> I like that. By Houston Smith. And then you can track how the message come from Russia, passed to Armenia, arrived to the United States and trigger an explosion. Wow. Because in 1985, one of every three North Americans experience the revered, which was priest, but Houston Smith. A rebirth is a mystical experience. A rebirth is a a rebirth is a mystical experience. You said the newborn people. Okay, these people related with the mystical experience with Jesus or the Holy Spirit, whatever. Okay, but this is the entrance to the fourth level of Houston Smith. Because according Houston Smith, the fourth level is the level of the mystic. Okay. What happened with the mystic? It's a seeker who at the end have a mystical experience, which is a connection with God. And when you have a direct connection with God, you realize how the different names of God doesn't matter. Hey, hang on a second here. So I'm realizing that the third level... Um, seems to, it supports authority systems. I mean that, okay, the religions or, or even our governments or whatever, but religious beliefs were passed down like from, uh, through a priesthood and that, you know, people who participated, you, know, you had to, uh, you listened to your priest, that the priest was the, uh, they were the person who had the message from God. So your connection to God was through, through the priest, through somebody, through somebody else. Right, but yeah. this, but this new, like what you were talking about um, with the, the the Pentecostal, uh, you know, revolution in Christianity, that was opening up the possibility of an individual having direct connection to divinity. And you're saying that this is is part of the fourth level. I'm not saying what uh, uh, Demos Akiran did is properly the fourth level. Oh, okay, All right. Okay. But it's related, maybe? It's in a spark who probably can allow a lot of people to move to the fourth. Okay. Because when you have a direct experience with God, whatever, if you if you name it Jesus Christ or the Holy Spirit or whatever, when you make that connection, your overview becomes open. And in the case of Smith, he was able to connect with different confections of Christians. If you read the book, you are going to see how he were working with Methodists, he were working with uh, uh, Lutherans, with uh, committed Catholics, etc. But he it generated an ecumenical approach which breaks the boundaries between the different kinds of Christianity. Okay. As far as I know, this movement didn't really move to the interreligion relationship, which is what is going to happen in Mahatma Gandhi and Martin Luther King. Because Martin Luther King is, uh, was a Protestant pastor, 
but he was preaching the civil rights not only for Protestants, but for Catholics, for atheists, for everyone else. Can you see? Oh yeah, right. Of course, for for everyone from all yeah all religions. And uh, yeah, I studied <laughs> Martin Luther King a little bit, and uh, he was. Uh, I know that he. He was a truth seeker, regardless of you know where he found it. But he grounded it in his in his original faith. But he yeah. was a very open-minded person. Yeah, uh, he was preaching, and he was speaking about the African Americans. Right. The difference between him and Malcolm X. Malcolm X was trying to trigger a black power movement. Right. But there is something interesting. Malcolm X when went to Mecca, and he made make a pilgrimage to Mecca, and returned back, agreeing with Martin Luther King and just looking for the African American without excluding other kinds of Americans. This is important for me, but because the connection with the sanctuary triggering the main and opening, which is in the direction of the fourth level. I Can you see, see? I see that. I see that. And, and then with Malcolm X, that's an interesting story because you, you, you see his, uh, his transformation there. He had an experience yeah. where, he, where he opened up to what Martin Luther King was saying. So because I think that, you know, lots of times, by the time we hear from Martin Luther King, he, we know that he's operating in, at whatever level we recognize him with. But with Malcolm X, it's, uh, and this is, this is the thing that personally interests me, is how a person can change, a person can grow. And yes. Yeah, something could trigger, okay, you approach to the connection with the mysticism. Okay. Some... Uh, amount of a spiritual energy, like going to a pilgrimage, can trigger you to the next to complete your development. Oh, it's the right. It's connecting with that. It's like a so the pilgrimage forces you into it's, into it's a, a connection of somebody okay. who's ready with the massive energy of a large group of people, uh -huh. and the touch of that allow them to see how. There is something beyond the monotheism. Can you see? I see that. I see that. It's like being. It's like getting in the ocean, sort of. I mean, like energy-wise, yeah. like it's spiritually, yeah. you're you're immersing yourself. Connecting with the uh, numinous energy of a lot of people. Right. The numinous Doesn't energy. Doesn't matter if the other people were third level, but this amount, if you are ready, trigger you to the next. Oh, you know, that's another thing. Another point that you bring up there is that um, this this connectivity uh, feels like when we when we get to this fourth level, connectivity seems to be a big part of it. We're getting a, a, our own connection to the divine, and 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 you were just talking about connecting with a large group. That this feeling that it gets us, uh, we're we're sort of getting outside of our own. Um, Self, so we were self-aware, but we're getting outside of our little world that we have in our head, and, and realizing that there's a bigger world. Okay, wow. Okay, you enlarge your perspective from being connected with very big groups. Of course, the Catholic Church is a huge group. Yeah, but if you are a committed Catholic, you continue being a third level. You know? Right. Okay. 
you are committed Buddhism. Of course, the Buddhist tradition is very large, but if you are not able to see how this is not the only valid path, you are in the third level. You are connected with a large group. Okay? Right. But an event of the pilgrimage to Mecca for a Muslim can trigger you to a bigger overview. This is the case of Malcolm X. But why this is so important for me? Because according to the Andean tradition, what is going to trigger the next level, which is the fifth, are going to be a set of 12 centuries. A set 12 of 12 what? Pilgrimages or centuries which are spread all over the Andean area from Ecuador to Bolivia. Okay. One of these centuries is Coyuriti. And my master sent me to Coyuriti for several times. And Coyuriti is a, is a big festival in, uh, in it's Peru. It's a big festival. Right. And okay. the, it's an Indian festival, a Christian Indian or Inca Christian festival. Okay. Because it's a merging of the two things. But my master sent me several times there. And I was going to the pilgrimage for 1979 until 1984. Mm-hmm. In 84, I was able to see what's going on in the century. My master sent me to see. I was able to see. Wow. But as a result of seeing, in uh, 1997, I had an experience who triggered me to the fourth level. Okay? Okay. So you, so you kept going until you had that experience. And and so what? Yeah. Well, how can you can you describe it a little bit without you know giving away anything too personal? But I would really love to hear what what this experience was like for you. I'm going to put it in a very neutral background. Okay, good. I was invited to a seminar about the Andean cosmovision in Chucuito and Puno. Mm-hmm. First thing, I moved from my comfort zone to outside. Okay. This is important. And I, I was just awake, and it was the first time I saw my bubble, the bubbles uh, which are preached to you by the Andean teacher. Is your energy field. Okay, the, energy, bubble. the bubble is the, the energy field around your body. Okay. Okay, we call it popo. Then I returned back in a train to Cusco, and when the train was going in, the Valley of Cusco, I was able to see the collective bubble of the whole city. It was a gold bubble. Wow. Okay? And after that, I have a meeting with the image of the same pattern of my city, which is the Black Christ. I saw him. Wow. Okay? Okay. And when I connect with him, Next day, I was in another world. Wow. So so you had been through these experiences at Coloriti, and then, so what you're talking about is like in, in a short succession of time, you began seeing 
experiencing. I, I think for what you're describing, it's more than just seeing. You're, you're it's like it's like you're. I experienced my personal bubble. Uh huh. Then I see, I saw the golden bubble of my city, and then I have a meeting with the local same pattern of my city, which is the Black Christ. The, okay. The Black Christ. And so, how did that? I mean, that must have been. Um, Okay, I'm just trying to imagine. So this is like a. Did this all feel new? I mean, it must have. I mean, so these are you're describing it like this is a, uh, like a breakthrough kind of experience. I mean, so maybe it's hard to describe, but how did you how did you change after that? I mean, it's like obviously you're saying that your perspective was was different. Can you describe it in any way? Well, I meet Don Benito Coriwaman. In 1979, mm-hmm. he started to train me. He teach me how to perform a despacho, the traditional offering, to start the reciprocity with the supernatural world. Immediately, he sent me to the sanctuary of Coyurity to see. He sent me to perform a pilgrimage. Uh-huh. And I performed that in 1978, uh, 81, 83, 84. In 84, I saw, which means I was able to describe what was going on in the pilgrimage. Uh-huh. And Benito was satisfied with that. <laughs> okay. Then, uh, he told me how the next step for me was to take a group to the sanctuary and teach them. To the sanctuary. Uh, to the sanctuary in Cusco? To the pilgrimage of Coyuriti. Oh, was, to the pilgrimage uh, of Coyuriti. Okay, okay, all right, okay. Oh, you took a group to Coyuriti. Yeah. And in that time, I was I didn't work with groups. Oh. I, I was not teaching the Andean tradition yet. And by suggestion of Ivan, I take my whole family there. Nice. My wife, my children, and my mother-in-law, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. I take them to the sanctuary. And with that, I fulfill what, what my master was asking me to do <clears throat> for the third level. I complete that. Oh, I see. That's how you completed the third level. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Then... Uh, I was looking for the initiation in the fourth level because he offered me that. And he said, you are not ready yet, you are not ready yet, you are not ready yet. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then I had this experience. It was five in the morning. I, I was teaching Andean Cosmovision, as uh, just an uh, uh, intellectual worship there. Mm-hmm. I was invited to do that. And then at five in the morning, something awake me. And I saw for first time my bubble, and my bubble was connected with my belly. Oh. The color of my bubble was brown, yellow. This is a mixture, okay? okay? Was my energetical, energetic field, okay? What you can call the aura in the, in the Eastern tradition. Mm-hmm. 
And it's important to emphasize that I was out of my comfort zone because I was in the high plums. I was not not in the area of Cusco. Okay. Oh, okay. Then I take the train, and the train take me to my city. In my city, I saw the bubble, the gold bubble of my city of this holy city of Cusco, and I. See, I saw the image of the same pattern of the city, the local same pattern, which is the Black Christ, which is in the cathedral. Wow. Then I went to Don Benito. I told him that. And he said, well, now you are ready. And he shared with me the Hatunkarpai rite, which is described in the book of Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Jenkins' book. Uh, it's, a, it's an old book. Everybody can see the whole pilgrimage of initiation. It's an initiation, a 10 days initiation. But from my point of view, the first thing was this Gnostic or mystical experience. And then the initiation was just a, form, a formal background for what I experienced. Okay? Right. So it seems like that the like the, the 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 rituals these are and the teachings and what you go through like you go into Coloriti and the festivals I mean these are outside experiences but it's it's forcing a change it's like it's almost like a, um, it's like so you were ready to grow but this these experiences brought it out for you is that is that fair to say I was looking. Because Don Benito speak to me about the levels of initiation, the levels of, as I described it in the beginning, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't know were levels of consciousness in that time. Oh, you didn't, yeah, you didn't know, it just happened, uh, right. Was, yes, uh, my my path as a Paco. Okay. Okay? I didn't know was a, a, a system of levels of consciousness. After I saw Coyuriti in 84, just by chance, I went to Lima and I met Houston Smith. And he was discovering the levels of consciousness. Then oh. I was able to connect the two things and I knew were levels of consciousness. Okay? Okay, right. Yeah, that, it, that there was a... There was a uh, like a strong correlation between the teachings of the... So in the Andean tradition, the different levels of Pacos connect to... Uh, they have different areas of influence. Like the first yeah. level would be like their own family or just in their own home. And then the second level would be their community. And they're, you know, sort of expanding their awareness, their effectiveness, okay. you know, their uh, professionalism. And then it spreads to the larger uh, country that they're in. Is that right? Um and so, so the, go ahead. Suyu Paco is a teacher which is connected with the nation, like Peru. Like Peru. But one of the next, one, the next step go, is Texe Paco. Texe Paco. It's a Paco which is connected with the field of energy of the whole world. The whole world. <clears throat> so the world, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, if you read the. The, this uh, definition of Smith was published in a book which is Why Religion Matters. And in this book, he described how 
every level is with connected with the size of human group. A tiny group, an intermediate group, a large group, and the universal group, which means blends totally with the criteria of the mass Andean masters about the levels. Right. You know, and that's identity. And that's one of the things that um, I, you know, like these days, uh, I've paid attention to uh, people who are having uh, experiences of, of spiritual growth or, or, you know, maybe. But the, the word that comes up again and again is expansion. Uh, expansion. Expansion. Uh, it's something that's growing, and like a, an expansion of awareness, an expansion of experience, and so the consciousness is getting it larger. Is According myself, it is happening. Okay. And as a result of the preaching of uh, Demos Sakarian, the founder of the what's the name of the group is the the International Brotherhood of Four Gospels, something like that. No, the International Brotherhood of Businessmen of the Full Gospel. Okay. Well, why a full gospel? Usually the pastors and the priests and, according to Smith, are preaching on only the half of the gospels. Oh. Because they are only in the intellectual side of the gospels. And a full gospel means the gospels with the miracles, oh. with healings, with miracles. <laughs> okay. With miracles. With, with, with the, with the, go ahead. If you are expecting miracles, according to the theory of the group, it happened as a result of a connection with the Holy Spirit. But it's a connection, it's a personal connection. Okay? It's a, it is a, so the miracle is happening when you're, when you're connecting outside of being human, I guess. All right? When you're, you know, you real... Connect, Go ahead. When you connect with the Holy Spirit, this is the background of this movement, the... Complete gospel is open for you. It's not only an intellectual gospel, but it's a gospel with power. Power who produce healings. Power who teach you several things you ignore, etc., etc., etc. Okay? But this is just the switch. And the now this movement has 70 years. Okay. Wow, 70 years. Okay. Yeah, a lot of influence in that time. And as I see or I hear in uh, 1987, I think, this movement touched one of every three North Americans, which was a massive thing. That's huge. That's huge. But, but you know, the next step, the next step for me, mm-hmm. for the North American population, supposed to be a revival or something, which is going to pull a lot of people to the fourth level. That would be amazing because, as you were saying that, I think that uh, I would agree with you that that most of the problems that we're the conflicts that we're having are the result of third level thinking the way that we're describing it here and that if if more and more of us are able to move into a fourth level we could start to solve the problems because those problems start to disappear because of our perceptions i would think and the amazing thing is 
there are humans who in the 20th century stepped the forward level and they create movements. Ah. Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, uh, who else? Probably the Pope John 24, because he made a revolution inside the Catholic Church. Right, right. This is this is huge, and so so okay. Which all right, means, which means we are not trying to achieve something which is outside. We are trying to achieve something which already manis was manifested, was manifested in the North American society through Martin Luther King, in the Hindu society through Mahatma Gandhi, Gandhi, and the Catholic Church, Church through John Twenty Third. It's something which is already manifested. Right. And it follows the point of view of my masters. They say, today, the fourth level is available. You can share the fourth level. And this was the preaching of my masters from the beginning. And was totally true. I can be a witness of that because the process take me to this ship of consciousness until the fourth level. And as Smith say, this is an ontological state. I am a four-level person. No, it's not only I feel like a four-level, I think like a four-level. I am. And as a result of that, I can do things of the fourth level. This, okay? This is great. Well, um, so individuals, we any of us, we can... We can go on a path and we can move into a fourth level. We can experience these different levels. But the, the, you know, the other exciting part of all this is that we can also look at history and where, where we are at this moment. And like the whole planet can, also goes through these stages. Just like you know, it, we can choose as individuals to progress, but we as an entire people pro, have, the have a... Planet, the yeah. whole, whole planet today is in the third level. Mm-hmm. Some people are opening for us, are manifesting the four level as vivid examples of how you can behave, are living examples, are prototypes. Okay? Uh -huh. But that's not all. The Indian tradition speaks about a next level. Okay, let's hear it. The next level is the total healer. The next level, the six, is the enlightened, the enlightened, because it's a level in which you are going to grow. And the seventh level is amazing, because it's Taitanchi Jaranti, which means an equivalent of God and planet Earth, which means the size of Jesus Christ and Himself. So, so this, wow, this is that's really exciting. So, if we stay on this this path of ex, of expanding and growing in, into these different levels of consciousness, we reach the point of well, what we look at now as a as a uh, a divinity. It's like we become God in person, so to speak. At the end. At the end. At the end. So nobody, but anything. The next step. The next step. Is a level like the apostles of Jesus Christ after Pentecost. So the fifth level that would be what we're talking about here. The, the, I'm, compare, I, 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 I'm comparing that with the Gospels. Got okay? it. Okay, because, yeah. Uh, do you know, remember, uh, Jesus told to disciples, uh, you don't move of Jerusalem, wait to receive power of above. And they were praying there. 
Yes. And they receive fire in the top of their heads. And after that, they start to perform miracles, not before. Right, right. Okay. And so they were all initiated into the fifth level at that point, yeah. is what you're saying. Okay. And that, and that, yeah, and that, Jesus Christ, okay. wait. Go ahead. Jesus Christ, take three of these, the, his students to a mountain. Mm-hmm. We're only three who are able to see that. Okay. It's the transfiguration of the Lord. He take Peter, John, and James only. Mm-hmm. And he started to glow. He right. was shining. He was shining. He was glowing. He was glowing. Okay. Well, at least in the Gospels, you can see how the disciples were taking into the sixth level. Not all, by three. But three. So the sixth level. The sixth level. That okay. So that's an aspect. The 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 glowing. So, but what is that? What do you? Okay. So if we're if we're not there, it's hard to. We can't get into the details of what that is. The important thing is the the shift of level of consciousness which happened inside you. The shift inside you. The symptom of the fourth level is you can be able to handle two big parts simultaneously to say to so, be an Indian need to be at the same time a Catholic for myself. Right. So there's no conflict there. You can Not you can, right because because the your core the, at the core you have an understanding that the, that that truth connects these different paths. But for me, uh-huh. the next thing is much more remarkable. Because I meet with Ivan, we invite the TV Rinpoche to come to Peru. Mm-hmm. We make a meeting with him. And after this meeting, he and me, we can be a committed Andean Bacos, but at the same time, we can be committed uh, Buddhist. Okay. Okay. I can say I am an Andean and I am a Buddhist too, with all my heart. No contradiction. No contradiction. See, now this is this is wonderful. I think that most people, uh, a lot of people, are told that you have to choose something. You have to like you know stick. You know, you got to be a Christian, you, or you got if you're going to be a Buddhist, you have to be a Buddhist or whatever. That you can't like be both. But that's definitely third level thinking. And and if a person is interested in being both, that they're actually expanding into a a, a, a you know it's hard to say better because you know. We just are where we are. I mean, I just want to comment on this really quickly. This is this is a little bit of my point of view about the whole level of consciousness things, and that is that we all have to like. I might. This is my feeling. We all have to have these experiences in order to grow into what we're, you know, what we our potential are, and that just like children, you know, children go through. You got to be an infant to, and then you have to learn to walk. You have to learn to talk, and and so nobody judges a child for being a child. Nobody no. says, you know, hey, you need to get a job, you know, stop being a kid. No, so, no. <laughs> so, you know, I think that in... You have exactly the proper metaphor. Yes. We cannot judge the people of being in any level. Right. Yes. Okay. Because we're all on well, a path. Yeah. It's okay. Not only is it okay, but the basic levels are much more comfortable than the higher. Ah. The, I discovered with uh, another friend, an Italian friend. 
I see your point the there. The most comfortable level is the zero level. <laughs> okay, the zero because level. You must do nothing. You must learn nothing. It's just be. You know, I think that everybody likes to be a zero level now and then. You know, I think that's <laughs> a nice, nice place to be for for a little bit anyway. The beautiful, the beautiful thing is the Andean tradition have know that that state and have a name of that is Usuri. Usuri. Usuri is zero level man. Somebody who arrived to planet there and he didn't grow any level. And it's okay. Yeah. We have a room for the Usuri, no problem. <laughs> well, Juan, we're uh, just about out of time here, and so I'd like to, you know, um, wrap this up. But what? How would you? you know, I think that the thing to me that that's uh, that's really interesting about the whole levels of consciousness is that we're talking about progression of human experience. We're talking about a progression of potential that we can all you know, achieve or, 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 or like, uh, aspire to, right? Um, no pressure, but it's something that we can choose to, to do. Um, and I think that the, you know, the message that I, that I like about this whole thing is that there's, that there's growth for everyone. There is potential for everyone, no matter where you are, you know, what, what you're in. And so, you know, would you agree with that? What I know now is how... There are people who are in the fourth level, but they didn't know they are in the fourth. Okay. And for me now, it's better for you being the first level, knowing the whole scale, than being being in the fourth and not knowing the scale. Can you see? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a different kind because of. Because if you are in the zero or in the fourth, and you know about the scale of all the levels, it's like going to the university, this is a curriculum, the first year, the second year, etc., etc., et and you are going to have your degree, and then you can be a master, and then you can be a PhD. If you have the whole perspective, even if you are in the first level, you are in an advantage of people who can be in the third without knowing, and people who can be in the fourth without knowing that. It's like having a vision of the future, uh, in a way. Yeah. It's like you know yeah. having yeah being able to see forward. I mean that's that's hugely powerful when you think about that. Yes. And the amazing thing is the scale is not in the only in the Andes. It's not only in the Gospels. Take a look. Jesus Christ in Himself did all the steps. When He was a baby, He did the first. When He was honored by the shepherds. Right. Then he did the second when he was honored by the magicians. Oh, the magi, right. That's right. Yeah, the, or we, we sometimes call them the wise men. The, right. the temple of Jerusalem and two prophets speak to Mary and Joseph. Mm -hmm. In this level, he was in the third ah. because he became a prophet like a Moses. Then take certain time. And when he was 12, he went to the temple of Jerusalem. And he was uh, arguing with the wise people of the temple. He was in the level of King Solomon at, at ah. his 12. Okay? <laughs> yes. Then he spent 18 years more. 
he inhaled in himself growing, spent 18 years more. And then he went to receive the baptize of John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. And then he shipped himself to the fifth because this is the moment in which he started to perform miracles. Right, yes. Okay. Okay. Then the transfiguration. That's when he was, he glowed. Probably he, he has that before showing himself to the apostles, but he did, but he showed that only of three people. But that's when we have the proof in the narrative that he has achieved, that he is at that level. Right, okay. Okay. Then he was killed and he resurrected. And in this moment, he manifests being a god. This is a, today my, my point of view. Of course, this is not acceptable for conventional theologies or whatever. But if you can find and track the level in Jesus Christ, you can track in any other tradition. Because the, pro- the progression is there. You can see, yes, right. I love that. That is really perfect. And Juan, I love this conversation that we've been having, and it is so rich. And I, I know that we could like go on all day with this. But um, I'm going to, uh, I think we might come back some other time and go into some other topics with you. And I want to thank you so much today for, for showing up. This has been just a, a really splendid, splendid conversation about the levels of consciousness and, uh, and getting your point of view and experience on it. And I'm uh, going, uh, going to close our program and thank you very much for, for being with me today. Thank you for the opportunity because I love to share, to say this uh, stairway to the heaven. Juan, <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful as always. Okay. And that is all for this episode of Audible River. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share, you can email us at audibleriverpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.